Get your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority, he's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the Gov, is back in the house. It is Tuesday night. That means only one thing. Sports done right on Spreaker.com. And I am glad to be back with you. What's going on, everybody? Hope everybody is having a great week so far as we hit Tuesday. Man, we're already at Wednesday, basically. So, basically, the week is just about half over. Everything is going good here on Sports Done Right. Man, I, I, you know, I just I couldn't be happier, people. Everything is just blowing up with the show. And, by the way, if you want to give us a call tonight, you can do that at 651-968-0124. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota. Indeed, indeed. Thank you very much to the studio audience. Oh, so much going down. I got to watch my daughter play some hoops this weekend. Uh, Her game is coming along quite well. Very proud of her. She's also playing on her ninth grade team, even though she's in seventh grade. Uh, They had to take a bunch of the ninth graders, move them up to JV and whatnot, so... Uh, we will see what happens there, but she's off to a good start. Team hasn't won their first two games, but they're doing all right. I want to say what up to our main man, Mr. Sluggo, Mr. Georgia State himself out there. Yes, sir. Indeed, indeed. Georgia State alumni strike in Minnesota, as I saw by the car that parked next to me a couple days ago, sent Sluggo a pitcher. Glad Sluggo's up in here. And I'm sure the rest of the real cast game will be up in here as well. And as I'm checking the monitors here in the situation room, let's just do a little scoring recap because we got all kinds of stuff popping right now. Minnesota has just scored their second goal. Minnesota Wild up 2-0 over the Vancouver Canucks already. So the Wild off to a good start in downtown St. Paul. Um I for, I'm trying to see who scored this goal here. Kind of hard to tell, but again, wild up to nothing. Let's uh, check out the NBA scoreboard. Uh, 44-40 Boston over Cleveland. LeBron um, having an all right game there so far. And the Minnesota Timberwolves are down by a bucket, 24-22 over at Target Center. So again, Minneapolis-St. Paul, Twin Cities is buzzing with activity, hockey games. You got the NBA going here in town tonight. Uh, we're going to touch on the Gophers a little later on. We're going to touch on the Heisman Trophy a little later on as well. And one of the other things that we're going to talk about, one of the few things that I, well, you know, that I like delving into, but we're going to talk about how uh, black quarterbacks are treated as well in the NFL uh, there's been some really disturbing things I've been seeing on ESPN, just the way that they refer to these quarterbacks. And I know times are changing and it's a different thing, but, you know, you got to give these guys props when, they, when they're playing good. Cam Newton, by far the MVP, runaway choice, should not be 
any hesitation there. I mean, if he finishes out this season the way he's been, there's just no doubt about it. So that's just some of the things we're going to touch on. We're going to go over some NFL news and notes. Get ready. Uh, we're going to touch on that Vikings game from last week. Teddy Bridgewater uh, had a great, great game. Big ups to Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, sir. And we're going to give Teddy his due. Unfortunately, it was in a losing effort as uh, the Cardinals showed why they're the Cardinals and um, were able to hold off a very pesky Minnesota Vikings team. We're going to talk about Sluggos, Atlanta Falcons. Um, man, they, they just keep going south, man. And I know Sluggos hurting down there in Atlanta, GA. But, man, this Falcons team is just, man, they are just in a free fall quarterback can't seem to do anything right and now it's affecting the whole team so falcons going south once again uh what else do we got here we're gonna we're gonna talk about all kinds of stuff like i said we got go for news and notes we're gonna take oh we're gonna take a little preview as well on the um the uh, gopher bowl game over (laughs) in detroit of all places yes that's right and they will be playing Central Michigan, and well, I am the sports gov, and I gotta give, gotta give you my thoughts on that bowl game. So they are going, which I didn't want them to do, but it is what it is. And ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for the Secretary of Sports Information, the Ted Turner of the Real Cast, Spreaker Nation, Mr. Jungle Brother. What's up, Jungle? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jungle up in the house. What is North Carolina Tar Heel lubbing ass? Sorry, you know where it's at. Duke University, Durham, North Carolina, the true basketball team of North Carolina. That's right, Jungle. I said it. I said it. I said it. And, folks, I hope everybody had a good weekend. Again, you can hit the governor up if you want to call in. Um, we got two hours before we turn it over to cooking with the microwave. You can hit the gov up on that executive phone the red line as i call it 651-968-0124 again 651-968-0124 glad uh the chat room starting to pop off oh wanted to say hello to my mother as well she's in there chatting with jungle and sluggo and i'm sure the rest of the game will pop in here the first lady is actually out for a little late dinner after our daughter's basketball game her and both of the kids So we may hear from the First Lady live again before we wrap this up, man. So, all right. Well, guess what? We're already at 12 minutes. That is our first break time. I'm going to hit you up as uh, we kind of get things situated here for the rest of the show. We're going to come back. We're going to get into some Big Ten talk. And what we're going to do, folks, is since football's kind of in transition as all the teams are practicing for the bowl games there's plenty of time to, to preview these bowl games but what i wanted to do tonight is just starting to kind of tiptoe into the big 10 basketball season because we're about ready to jump into uh season or excuse me uh conference play here in a couple weeks roughly rough week here in minnesota losing to both teams from south dakota that would be south dakota state and the university of south dakota Coach Patino, teams in free fall. We're going to get into that when we get back. Um, again, hit a, hit me up, 651-968-0124. And you guys, I, I appreciate it. Keep them uh, Twitter or tweets coming as well. 
Um, the Twitter is just blowing up, man. I cannot wait to start chatting on Twitter. And I'm also, guess what? I'm working on a little web page for Sports Done Right. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And what I envision with the website, sportsdoneright.com.org.this.that, is this. A place where ideas can be freely expressed in a, uh, you know, in a, in a cool way because this is, again, it's going to be my website. But I want to use it as a vehicle to give the average everyday fans like ourselves a place for us to write um, about our teams to kind of try our hand at a little sports journalism. So um, I'm going to have people submitting articles. And again, long as they're, you know, <laughs> done right, no pun intended. Again, you know, just kind of we got to watch it a little bit here because that website is representative of me, the sports governor. Not that I'm going to be looking to, um, you know, be cutting things and editing things, uh, you know, too much. But again, looking to give people a way to, you know, write some articles, express some feelings and to have it appear on the website. So, again, we're going to look at uh, getting that sports done right here, done in the next few weeks. I uh, got that idea from uh, Kesey, uh, and he uh, started his own website there for his show, uh, Kicking It With Kesey. Um, so good for him, but it is a good idea. So again, look for Sports Done Right, the website coming soon. And of course, the big man, Jersey Vern in the house. What up? Yeah, Jersey, that's about all you're going to get from that one tonight, my man. But again, Jersey Vern, the chief rocker, the Buckeye Nation, is in the house. Glad he is with us. Again, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to hit you up with a little... um, Actually, it's my favorite song from The Chronic, obviously, Dr. Dre's classic album that started the whole thing um, in terms of the new kind of gangster rap. But man, who doesn't love The Chronic? Him, Snoop, Little Ghetto Boy, one of my favorite tunes of all time. So everybody keep it tuned here. Again, I'm gonna I'll put the phone number down in the chat room over the break. If anybody wants to call in, we're starting on the next segment. We can do that as well. 651-968-0124. You're listening to Vince Wright, the sports governor on sports.com. And after this break, we're gonna talk sports. Kick it! Wake up, jumped out my bed. I'm in a two-man cell with my homie little half dead. Murder was the case that they gave me. Dear God, I wonder, can you save me? I'm only 18, so I'm a young fuck. It's a ride if I don't scrap, I'm getting stuck. But that's the life of a G, I guess. Essays way deep, shame doing the chest. Best run, cause brothers is dropping quicker. Uh, too late, damn, down goes another nigga. Bouncing off the walls, throwing them dogs, getting that rep as a young hog. 
It ain't nothing like the street life. You better be strapped with your shank, cause ain't no fist fight. So I guess I got to handle mine. Since I did the crime, I got to do my time.
when you want your sports done right. You download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, people, what's going down? What's going down? This is the governor, Vince, right here again. And if I am correct here, I think we have someone on the phone. Caller, who do we got? What's going on, man? D. Wright. This your boy, Chief Rocky Jersey Byrne, coming straight out of ATL, around Georgia, man. What's it be? What it be? What's going on, big man? How you doing, man? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm great, man. You know, can't complain. You know, I'm breathing. You know, got food, a roof over my head, man. I'm chilling. All right. Well, that's good to hear, Jersey. So, my man, Jersey Vern, is on the line, ladies and gentlemen. First off, let's give it up for him. Absolutely. Because Jersey is the man. That's right. Stand up out there. Hey, Jersey. Why don't you tell us um, about that game, man? Them Giants, boy, and Odell Beckham, something else. Hey, man, uh, I bet last night for a moment, man, that uh, that defense was going to give it up, man, but they showed some heart last night, man. JPP, man, he playing with that one hand. I seen him almost make a tackle with that one hand, bringing that running back down. Miller Miller was a beast last night, man, but it's just that we missed so many tackles. We made him look like a beast. But, uh, hey, man, Giants showed guts last night. It's our time of the year. Y'all know it's our time of the year. When we get rolling, man, and we like to beat undefeated teams, man. We should have already beat one this year. But, you know, they had the 12th man on their side with them zebra stripes on. So, you know, New England got away with one. But, you know, when we play a team that come in our house undefeated or either in the Super Bowl, big time, any type of game, the Giants show up. And that's what we're going to do, man. We're going to show up, man, because I look at it like this, man. If Eli just play. Eli type of ball, he got ODB all day, man. I don't see nobody out there covering ODB. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about, bro. I mean, your quarterback, um, you know, Odell Beckham pretty much goes without saying, man. I mean, the guy is a a stellar wide receiver. He works hard at his craft. Um, You know, he's the only guy I see out there practicing them three-finger catches. But um, how do you think your quarterback's looking here? Well, I'll put it to you like this, right? I seen Cam Newton grow up as a youngster, man, here, because um, he's a year behind my son, right, my youngest son. So I seen him, man. Cam Newton, you know, I heard Jungle Brother and uh, that ninja talk about him earlier in that show about how he stayed in the pocket. Cam never got out the pocket. Only time Cam get out the pocket is when he feel the pressure. In high school, he was like a man over kids, right? But this is the thing, man. I like Cam, but this is the week that um, Cam I'm going down, man. Because you know one thing about the Giants. I'm going to tell you one thing about the Giants. For one, they're going to have the crowd. It may be a little windy. Eli know how to throw in that wind. If Cam ain't used to throwing in that type of circulation as far as that wind up there in the middle of that, and plus we got our 12th man. His name is Jimmy Hoffman. He's somewhere buried around that giant stadium, right? And when he comes out, man, it's all over, baby, because, uh, hey, man, right now, I look at this, man. The Giants getting the playoff, NFC, you better watch out, man, because, uh, I don't care how how anybody else is playing. We strive for going in the playoffs. 
you know, on a suspect record, suspect team, suspect injuries, whatever we got, we come in, uh, everybody's on deck and everybody's busting heads. That's what we got to do. Next week, um, Governor, you better watch out, man. We coming up here to Minnesota, man. And um, we, we, we bring the snow with us. We bring our own snow. So the snow y'all got, we going to blow that shit about it. Oh, excuse me. I got the kid. We going to blow it about All it, right. man. Okay, well, listen, first off, there ain't no snow up here because it's been a very mild winter as far as Minnesota is concerned. And um, that weather actually probably is going to help the Vikings. But here's the thing, man. And then, you know, we got we'll, we'll definitely get into this game as it draws nearer. But as I'm going to talk about a little bit later on, obviously, Teddy Bridgewater finally lighting it up um, in a losing effort, unfortunately. The thing that scares me about the Giants is, you know, it seems like it's never kind of pretty how they get there. But if if they do get in the playoffs, man, they are trouble. They're two-time defending champions with Eli. And, man, if, they, if y'all sneak in there again this year, I think you can, uh, you know, make a little run. Yeah, man. Uh, that's, that's, what's, that's what's going on, the, the, the saying, man. Ain't nobody really putting it out there, man. It's kind of like hush, hush, hush. The Odell Beckham said it last night when Ray Lewis um, spoke on it. They said, man, you know, word around the Giants is um, this is our time of year. You know, D.B. said, yeah, man, I heard about that, man. I ain't never experienced, but I think that experience may be coming, man. So whatever's coming, I'm ready for it. And that's all I wanted to hear from the youngster, man. Because, you know, if he's ready, I'm 100% behind him, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be down there by the beans. Um, Gregor out there, man. Gregor, come on back down there, man, because we owe you something. But, uh, hey, I'm going to be out there by the beans with the giant fans. I'm going to do a little peak scope down there. So, you know, if you if you follow me on Periscope, man, check it out. I'm going to show you how we do when we got big games, man. We show up and we, we sound off, all right? Well, here, you know, it's funny you mentioned Sluggo because in the chat room there, he's like, is this ninja talking about the Giants? Really? Oh, hey, he's, you know he's trolling. You know what, Governor? You know Sluggo is going to troll everybody because Sluggo team is just like one of those cheap cookers down there in Midtown, man, you know, without a purse. You know, they usually need a purse so they can carry all the, um, par- you know, paraphernalias and the little chains they make. You know what I'm saying? He's just like one of those cheap, you know, hookers down there. He ain't got nothing else to do, man. He ain't got nobody to lean on. Matt Ryan just sold him out. The team is dead man walking. So, hey, I told you about struggle, man. The only thing we can do is put up a score the second week. See, when they, when they won the first week against Philly, and they beat us the second week of the season, that was their Super Bowl, man. Because after that, they won a couple more games, and everything went downhill, man. You ain't here from Harley, man. So, yeah, struggle. I'm talking about the Giants. And you can come on down to Bobby Bay's in, too, because that's your – um. Yeah, that's your rock, that's your school. Um, hang out. You know, he ain't gonna let you know that. Smuggle part of the Bands too, because Georgia State, they that's the area down there. They all party up in there too. Hey, speaking of uh, Sluggo and Georgia State, and by the way, you're listening to Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com, and this is the Chief Rocker himself, straight out of the ATL, Atlanta, Georgia, Bad Streets, USA. Big Jersey Vern in the house, and he dialed us up at 651-968-0124, the Sports Done Right executive line. And Jersey, man, let me ask you this, because, um, okay. you know, a lot of talk been going on here um, on RealCast today about the black quarterbacks, uh, in particular Cam Newton not really getting 
uh, the love that a lot of people, uh, and quite honestly, black and white, do things you know that he deserves to get. Um, why don't you take a moment, tell us what you think about Cam, the Carolina Panthers so far this year, obviously undefeated, uh, rolling 13-0. and um, Give us your thoughts on Cam Newton so far. Okay, one thing you can say about Cam, man, and you can't say that about a lot of other athletes, man. Cam got his money. He got paid good. And Cam's showing up. You know what I'm saying? He could be MVP. He should be MVP, right? He may make it to the Super Bowl if we have something to do with it. He won't. But if we don't, I'm chance can- for Cam to make it through. Cam was a humble young man coming up, man. Even in high school, man. Cam ain't never was a show out type of person. He smiled all the time like he's smiling now. You know what I'm saying? He showed everybody love. Uh, when we went down there in, in Florida, we don't really know if that went down the way it went down. First of all, if you're a uh, highly talented quarterback like he was coming out of Atlanta, Georgia, where you get top notch five-star uh, athletes coming out of here, and you go down to Florida, and other might promise you playing time, even though he got Tebow, and then you get down there, you know, he gives you this little monkey wrench, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but that was bad. That's the baddest experience Cam ever had in life. And he showed people I can regroup. He regrouped, went down there to that junior college, man, won a championship, man. And he just been riding ever since then, man. You know, so, hey, I put it to you like this. Every dollar they gave Cam, he's worth. And the first thing he did, man, he went and brought his mama a bigger house. Even though his father Amen. exactly and father in the church Preach. can do that for him. He said, I don't we don't need no church money, nobody else money. He went and brought his mama a big house, man. And hey man, Cam left his people, man. He got a young brother, man, that's gonna be a senior high school this year, man. He's a quarterback. So um he should be doing his thing too, man. But um oh, hey, okay. man, hey, the brother's good hearted. Not just an athlete, he's good hearted and good hearted people always finish All right, and we are talking with the Chief Rocker here on Sports Done Right. This is Jersey Vern out of Atlanta, GA. Um, Jersey, let me ask you about this team in particular, your New York Knicks. Um, Porzingis starting the ball. Things looking a little better, but obviously, you know, Melo still kind of has his haters up there. You know, I've never been... Uh, a pro mellow fan i've always kind of wished him well and everything i just haven't been impressed by his leadership um his game overall but here's the thing i loved him in college by the way loved him in syracuse glad he was able to get the championship there but what do you what do you think about the new york knicks early on uh did you know obviously it looks like phil jackson knew what he was talking about with his draft choice there so um as we wrap up here with jersey Vern, why don't you take a few Couple moments there, big man, and tell us about them New York Knicks. Okay, first of all, uh, yeah, I, I, you know everybody doubted, you know Jackson um, general manager skills because all he did was coaching one eleven NBA titles. You know um, they was mad because he's taking the money and he's going to be behind the scenes. But you know one thing you forgot about Jackson when Jackson went to Chicago, he saw what the problem was. 
Mike didn't have the right people around him. So he got rid of a couple of people and he put people in place. He brought Bill Cartwright in from the Knicks. He had Horace Grant, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he got rid of Brad Sellers. He got, you know, people like that, man. I wasn't really helping Mike, man. He brought in Craig Hodges, you know, people that's going to be able to hit the shot and also move around to scribble the ball, too. So what he did was he built a team. People always think he's always the general manager with Jackson. No, Jackson suggests who he wants. They say, well, this is a list of people we got. Who you want? He go on that list and take him down. So I never had doubt about Jackson. I just was mad because the Knicks front office wasn't really pushing the issue of giving him that money right away, saying, listen, man, go do what you got to do. They said, wait, let's wait, let's wait. So Jackson played the waiting game. He got rid of some people. He built that money. Now he's about to build a dynasty. This kid is bringing happiness to a bunch of fans that booed him, which I call hypocrites, because you don't boo him, man, and now you're cheering him. Mind his jersey. His jersey is, his jersey is sold out in New York. They continuously have to get jersey shipped in because people have got that, P, what they call it, uh, KP, KP6 jerseys is coming out. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So my thing is, Melo was happy because Melo said, yeah, he can be a mentor to this kid, right? You know what I'm saying? Melo's not a bad guy, man. Oh, you know, you just got to give Melo the, the, the right person to be with him, which I think this kid is. And plus, people don't realize, the Knicks have a bench, a bench that know their role, know when they come in, what they got to do. I'm going to give you a good 20 minutes after the game, and we're going to brush our butts, and we're going to try to keep the team in the game or help bring the team back when they're tired. And that's all it is. There's a new happy atmosphere around it. It makes me feel good to finally buy the NBA package with Madison Square Garden so I can see the next every game. Last year it was kind of rough watching that, man. But I watched oh, it. Oh, yeah, shit. Sad. I bet it was. Yeah, yeah I was, was I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, man. It was rough. It was rough, guys. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. y'all even had a better year than us last year, you know. Uh, until the end, y'all start slipping off. And, you know, y'all wanted that number one pick so bad. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's, it's all good, bro. You know, we, we both picked up players we need. And uh, I think we may rise. And y'all may be there, too. You know, I don't know if you're going to rise as quick as we are, you know. I don't know your situation because I don't, you know, follow them so sports that good. That's why I listen to sports down right. Right on, right on. We appreciate it. And uh, ironically, we got the Timberwolves game on the Situation Room Big Monitor. Uh, Denver is killing us 58 to 41 with two minutes left in the second quarter. Um, just not a good night so far for the young timber pups, but again, it's all a learning process. So Jersey, before I let you go here, man, I just wanted to jump in the chat room here. I was a couple things. Um, that ninja looks like he was taking, um, a little poke at me saying leadership from the TV view in terms of mellow. And what I mean by that is, you know, obviously, yeah, I mean, I only get a view from a TV screen and I got to go off of, you know, things I read and this or that. And obviously it's all taken with a grain of salt. But the thing with Mello is, I don't know, man. I mean, he, he seems to have these nice stretches where he scores and everything seems to be going right. Then he seems to go in the tank a little bit. But, Jersey, I think you're right, man. New York is uh, definitely on the rise um, definitely will be there quicker than our Timberwolves, especially the way they're playing tonight, man. Um, be Jersey, before we let you get out of here, man, let's uh, finish up here. And uh, if you can give us a little quick take on Notre Dame versus Ohio State. 
Fiesta Bowl coming up. What's going on? Okay, uh, right quick before I put uh, my input on that, uh, I'm going to ask for something Jungle Brother put in the chat. Have you a Jungle um Derek Fisher is doing a hell of a fine job substituting, man. I thought he probably didn't get that down pat that good last year, maybe because of team he had. But Fisher is doing his thing substituting because Fisher has sat down some guys that he used to rotate early, but they wasn't doing the job, so he's rotating and doing his thing, man. Derek Fisher, he's going to help out a lot, man. He's learning. And if you got Phil Jackson as a, a 11-time NBA coach, you know what I'm saying, you – uh, championship coach, you you have tendency of really taking some notes out of his head. But on that Notre Dame Ohio State man, listen man, I'm gonna tell it to you like this: Notre Dame was a childhood dream of mine, man. But when it goes down to your know, alumni, being alumni of the school, you can't cheer for what you used to dream about. Uh, Notre Dame got a nice young team, so Ohio State have too many athletes, and people don't realize in this ball game. You got a lot of guys that's eligible now that wasn't eligible during the season because they was registered. This is a new season, a new year. So now they're eligible. So now Irvin Meyer has a little more weapons besides what he had. That's why uh, I think he would have never suspended that guy um, that um, just violated some type of team rule. Uh, if he didn't have nobody he thought that can step in and take his place. But um, Ohio State going to showcase why they should have been in the playoffs. Why they should be going for the national championship again in this here Fiesta Bowl, man. It's going to be a Fiesta down in Tempe, and we're going to blow the doors off the Fighting Irish. They're going to be calling the, the Fighting Leprechauns after we finish with them. All right, sounds good, Jersey. Well, man, hey, before we end it, I just wanted to say thank you for calling in, Jersey Man. You know, always appreciate you taking a moment out of your time to uh, hit up no Sports Done Right, man. We love having you. And um, before we let you go and uh, hit your theme music, uh, obviously the fight song to your school, is there anything else you want to talk about or let the folks know about regarding your show? Oh, yeah, man. Um, um, Jungle Brother made a good point. Um People asking what happened to the Chief Rocket show on Monday, the uh, the Chief Rocket Jersey Vern recap show from the weekend. Hey man, I've been lax in the last three weeks, you know, little management um, problems here or there, but um, I got it all together, man. The Chief Rocket will be back, and when he come back, that fireball that y'all be drinking, I'm gonna spit it out on the mic, all right? Because I'm bringing nothing but heat when I come back, all right? So y'all know that. Be looking out for the chief. <laughs> hey, Jersey, man, you're the best in the biz, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jersey Vern. Jersey, thank you so much for joining us, man. Um, thank you for having me, bro. Hey, not a problem, man. You take it easy now. All right, you do the same. All right, everybody, peace. Peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Jersey Vern in the house. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Whoops. Kind of hit the button a little soon there. But, hey, man, wanted to jump in this chat room here before we get to our break. When we get to our break, we're going to come back. We have Big Ten. We have the Gopher preview for their bowl game with Central Michigan. Don't worry, it won't take long. We also have finally released the 2015 All-America team for college football. We're going to go through that. Um, again, hit the gov up, 651-968-0124 after the break. Um, we're going to get through some of this stuff here. Let's hold off on the calls here for maybe uh, a few moments because when I get back, we're going to touch on some of this thing, these uh, 
players here. Um, we got some awards that are going out. And again, we're going to touch on the Big Ten. And um, also, we're going to touch on the Heisman Trophy very briefly. There's something I want to talk about there as well. So I will be right back. Sports done right. Vince Wright. I promise to read more of your chat. I promise to get in there because I appreciate everybody taking a moment. Ninja, my main man, appreciate it. Sluggo, Jungle Brother, the Chief Rocker, uh, my mom. Uh, hopefully we'll have the first lady joining us here shortly after she gets back from dinner hopefully the motorcade will be uh, quick with her and our son and they can get back maybe say what up to everybody and we'll see if anybody else wants to join us tonight on sports done right but i because my mom has always loved the little hall of notes i'm gonna play the live version of rich girl again just a lot of good memories back from the 70s uh being a kid listening to the my mom and dad's music and Hall of Notes was always on the radio, always on the record player. So we will be right back after this break, y'all. Keep it tuned here. Sports done right. Okay. You're a rich girl. You're going too far, but you know it don't matter right You can rely on your old man's money. You can rely on it's going too far, cause you know it don't matter anyway. See, money, money won't get you too far. See, money, money won't get you too far. See, money, money won't get you too far, get you too far. And don't you know?
When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. And what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, Sports Done Right, Sports Governor here, live and direct, coming to you live from the Executive Mansion. And I am so happy to be with all the loyal constituents there in the chat room, Mother Bell, Ninja, everybody, Jungle Brother. Let's jump in this chat room, actually. Here's It's been a quick minute or two since I've been in there. Sluggo says, props to Jersey, sounds like a big-time sports guy calling in. Must be that New York shit talking in him. That's right. That is absolutely right. Nobody represents New York better than Jersey. <laughs> that that did not go together at all. But anyway, folks, um, what else we got here? Jungle Brothers, Sluggo, your Panthers football team helped me win a few apples because Jersey and Fish always bet against them last month of the season. Hopefully I can rack up during basketball season. Because Jersey, K3000, and Fish not up on the B-Ball squad. Well, good to hear. Glad somebody's out there making some money, making them apples, as we like to say. Uh, what else we got here? Um, Ninja says when has a healthy, mellow ever went in the tank. Um, yeah, good point, good point. Got to like that, got to like that. Again, you're listening to Sports Done Right, people. Vince Wright, that's me. You can call in. And um, we do ask that maybe you wait a couple moments here after this segment. We'll take some more calls at 651-968-0124. Again, that's 651-968-0124. That is the governor's executive phone line. You dial it, the red phone rings, and you are on the air, people. So um, let's do a little sports update here all the way around. We have uh, Cleveland now up on Boston in the, the end of the third quarter, 67-61. And Denver is up on Minnesota at the half, 63-49. couple late games tonight. We have Houston at Sacramento at 10 p.m. Eastern. And 10.30 Eastern, we have Milwaukee out at Staples Center taking on the Lakers. So there you go. But, folks, we are going to move into a little Big Ten talk here. We're going to talk a little football um, we're going to get into a little basketball real quick. And one of the things I wanted to talk about, some awards, um, some news and notes in the Big Ten. First off, we have got to give some shouts out here. A lot of stuff going on. Iowa's Desmond King wins the Jim Thorpe Award as the best defensive back in the country. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So big ups to uh, Desmond King. And from the Big Ten Network, Iowa junior Desmond King was named a 2015 Jim Thorpe Award winner, which is given to the top defensive back in college football. King, who accepted the award Tuesday night at at the Home Depot College Football Award Ceremony, becomes the first Iowa player to take home the prestigious award since... Well, ever. (laughs) King recorded a Big Ten best eight interceptions this season, which also ranks second in the nation and first among Power Five players. He recorded 67 tackles, one tackle for a loss. He had 12 pass breakups. And um, King also handled kickoff returns where he averaged 25.6 yards of return. 
And on punt returns, he averaged 12.7 yards throughout the season. The Hawkeyes' talented quarterback is the seventh Big Ten player to win the award since it was adopted in 1986. King joins former Michigan State All-American Darquez Denard from 2013 and former OSU All-American Malcolm Jenkins from 2008 as Big Ten players to take home the honor. Well done, my man. Well done. And hats off again to Desmond King. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Enough of that noise. Enough of that noise. Here we go. Greg Schiano. Greg Schiano joins the Ohio State coaching staff. And it'll be interesting to see what Ninja and the gang think about this one. And, yes, Craig Schiano, according to OSU's athletic department, the hire is pending completion of a background check and approval from the Ohio State University Board of Trustees. Uh, Coach Urban Meyer said today, according to OSU's athletic department, oh, whoops, I just read that. Bear with me here, Gov, uh, sipping on a little bit of Patron. Uh, Meyer also said he is someone I've known for quite some time now and someone who is going to align with our staff extremely well. I think he will be outstanding as a coach and a member of our program, and I'm pleased to have him on our staff. All right. Shiano takes over a defense that ranked third in the Big Ten in total defense this season, allowing 303.5 yards per game. While the Buckeyes' pass defense excelled, they had 11 interceptions this year. They averaged 176 yards through the year. Uh, the rush defense struggled at times, ranked seventh in the conference after surrendering near 130 rushing yards per contest. Shiano will give the Buckeyes another recruiting asset with NFL experience under his belt, as well as strong ties on the East Coast, having previously coached at Rutgers and serving as Penn State's defensive backs coach from 1991 to 1995. The Buckeyes' new cold defensive uh, coordinator will take over a unit that returns plenty of talent. Several of the Buckeyes' top defensive players, Joey Bosa, Von Bell, uh, Tyvis Powell, are um, only juniors, by the way, so good chance they will be back if they don't declare. Um, so we'll see what Mr. Shiano does there, but you know, I, I trust in Urban. He knows what he's doing. And Big Ten, are, is the Big Ten the best conference in college football? Let's ponder that for just a moment here as the Gov is coming at you on Spreaker.com. You're listening to Vince Wright's Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. The Big Ten is home to the reigning national champion, Ohio State, as we know. The SEC hasn't won a national title since 2012. And um, after its unbelievable run of dominance there during the uh, good old, uh, remember, the BCS era, the Big Ten has one team, Michigan State, in the second annual college football playoff. The SEC also has one, Alabama, as we know, and those teams will be playing each other. Let's see here. The Big Ten went 2-2 two and two versus the SEC in last season's bowl action. The SEC West, the self-proclaimed best division in college football, went 2-5 and five in last season's bowl action. Hmm, didn't, didn't really think of that, did you? 2-5 and five they went. Yes, indeed, yes, indeed. But guess what? There's more. 
The Big Ten has three teams in the top seven of the final college football playoff rankings this year, five total. The SEC has one team in the top ten. Absorb that for a second. Think about that. The Big Ten has three teams in the top seven. SEC has one team in the top ten. You didn't think about that. I didn't think you did. Anyway, just something that I saw on uh, Fox Sports earlier today. Just wanted to throw it out there. So, again, that's what's going on. Um, Big Ten has also announced uh, their uh, Players of the Week. As we uh, transition here, we're going to go over. And we're going to – oh, actually, let's do this here before we move on, folks. And, again, you're listening to Vince Wright, Sports Done Right. I want to say what's up to everybody out there in the chat room, Sluggo, Ninja, Jungle Brother, Jersey Vern, my mom, all you folks out there. Sluggo says SEC propaganda is real and powerful. Amen to that, Sluggo. Absolutely correct, man. Absolutely correct. Um, You know, for many, many years, and, hey, deservedly so, the the SEC – you know, earned that. But, you know, the past few years, um, you know, Big Ten has definitely been uh, catching up by um, leaps and bounds here. And um, I think, you know, there's a lot of validity in what I just read to you guys out there. So just something to ponder. I just wanted to get it out there and kind of have discussion with it. Um, definitely want to see what Ninja thinks um, being down there in Bama, but being a uh, obviously a huge Ohio State fan. Um, let's do this. Let's take a look here. As we go over to my Minnesota Golden Gophers. And these Golden Gophers, ladies and gentlemen, will be playing Central Michigan, the Chippewas. That's right, the Chippewas. Can you believe we're playing Central Michigan in a bowl in Detroit? But anyway, it is what it is. And... Well, you know, the game's happening, so what's it going to take for Minnesota to win? Who should we keep an eye on? And also, Minnesota has to win this game, folks. Um, you go for fans who listen out there who don't normally jump in the chat room, and you know who you are. There's a bunch of you out there. I mean, the Gophers haven't won a bowl game, you know, since 2000, uh, what, 2004, when we beat, ironically, Alabama in the Music City Bowl 20-16. to so what's it going to take? Okay. Well, Gophers 5-7. and seven, But here's the thing. Here's who you got to watch. Quarterback Mitch Leidner again. Needs to hit passes to open up the running game for the Gophers. Pure and simple. Very inconsistent. We, we know about his season. 57% of his passes with 13 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Just not good numbers at the Big Ten level. Offense struggled most of the season. They, were thir- they ranked 13th in Big Ten um, in, sc- in scoring, excuse me, averaging uh, 22.6 points per game. They were number 12 overall um, with 357 yards per game uh, total uh, offense there. Leidner will face a Central Michigan squad that fielded the max best pass defense. Great allowing just 189 yards per game while holding their uh, opponents to 22 points per game. Leidner will be helped if, and only if, running back Shannon Brooks can get the rushing game going. So keep an eye on this. This is, um, you know, could be a very interesting game. And again, with the Gophers, nothing is a given. So you go for game, you, you go for fans out there, 
along with the gov uh this central michigan thing is not a given by any means folks so uh key number here from this article and again this came from the big 10 network um 142.9 that's minnesota's rushing yards per game that ranked 11th in the big 10 um last year during an eight and five campaign the gophers ranked sixth with an average of 215 yards rushing so it goes to show you they're obviously missing david cobb uh injuries and inconsistency along with offensive with the offensive line um and their horrible play for the most part this season definitely diminished those numbers so there you go and again gophers haven't won a bowl game folks since 2004 man i don't know what to tell you i do not know what to tell you this is going to be interesting and this game is by no means a given so keep your eyes open the quick lane bowl in detroit michigan minnesota against the central michigan chippewas and again that is going to be an interesting game so let's Jump in this chat room here again. Um, Boston, the or Boston is trailing Cleveland, seventy nine sixty seven. NBA again. The Wolves have uh, just come back to start the second half and uh, get the first basket of the half. So they're down by twelve sixty three fifty one. Andrew Wiggins on the score there. Jersey Vern says Sluggo, I missed three weeks. Watch me caught that ass i am defending champ okay i see you jersey says sluggo can't wait to hear the results somebody paying up sounds like they got a little bet going ninja says lol at sluggo uh sluggo says i know ninja disagrees oh when we were talking about the sec propaganda jungle brother pending investigation on who you making your picks jersey it took you for okay so they're talking about their bets there all right so let's uh as we are right at the hour mark of sports done right again every tuesday night on spreaker.com i am vince Wright, the governor follow me on twitter at the big smooth one the number one go on facebook check out the sports done right w-r-i-g-h-t that's our uh, facebook page ask to join the group there and you can keep up on all the little latest news with sports and throw your two cents in there as well um, Big Ten and Players of the Week. Um, basketball is uh, off and running for all of us. College, no exception. And here we go. Co-Players of the Week for the Big Ten Conference. Jared Utoff, U-T-H-O-F-F. He is a senior forward, University of Iowa, 6'9". He's out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And let's see here. Did a good job, it looks like, here. Shot 61% from the field over the past uh, few games. 62% from three-point range, which was 9 of 13. 85% from the free throw line. Scored 27 points of 10 and si- ten of 16 shooting. Pulled down nine rebounds in 23 minutes of action. In their 90-56 to 56 win over Western Illinois. Um, poured in a career-high 32 points. Wow, I was got a player down there, Jared Utoff. Way to go! And Mello Trimble, who is a guard out of Maryland, is a sophomore, six three. He is from Upper. God, I wish the Gov could talk tonight. Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and he averaged twenty one and a half points, three and a half assists per game, and leading the Terrapins to wins over Connecticut and Maryland Eastern Shore. 
Good job there. Um, what else do we got in on him? He poured in a season high. Let's see. Looks like season high 25 points. And, and oh, in the Connecticut game there. And that was part of the Jimmy V Classic there. So good for him. Again, Mellow Trimble. Keep an eye on him. He's a guard out of Maryland. He's a sophomore. And last but not least, who else do we got here? Caleb Swanigan from Purdue. He is a forward out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. He's 6'9", and he is a freshman. He averaged 15 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists per game, and leading the Boilermakers to wins over uh, Indiana Purdue University, Indianapolis, IUPUI. I know it's a weird school, but um, Howard and Youngstown State. Recorded his third and fourth double-doubles of the season. And he threw in 11 points, pulled down a career-high 14 boards, and handed out four assists against uh, Indiana University, Purdue, blah, blah, blah. So there you go, your three players of the week in the Big Ten for basketball. Jared Utah from Iowa, a forward. Mello Trimble, a guard from Maryland. And freshman forward from the Purdue Boilermakers, Caleb Swanigan. And again, keep your eye on that Purdue team, man, because... Hey, they ain't playing. They ain't playing. So, all right, let's do this. Let's um, take a little break. Let's get some more music in here. We're in our last hour before we head head on over to, uh, oh, of course, Cooking with the Microwave. You can hit the governor up on the phone line, 651-968-0124. That's the Sports Done Right line. Give us a buzz. Speak your piece. See what's happening. Oh, and one last thing. I wanted to touch on this, too, here, just to get the college football out the way. The 2015 All-American team. Let's run through this real quick, and let's see what we got to say. Big John Fisher, what's going on, man? We love John Fisher! Patty Cake, Patty Cake, microwave is his motto. Why do we call him the microwave? Because he's always heating up the sports talk. And his show will be coming up in less than an hour right after Sports Done Right. So, 2015 All-America team. Let's start with the offense. First team, quarterback, Deshaun Watson out of Clemson. No doubt about it. Deshaun has just gone nuts this year and has led his team to the number one spot. You got to love it. Good job, Deshaun Foster or Deshaun Watson, excuse me. And it totally deserved, by the way. Very impressed with that young man. And we'll see what happens uh, um, in the playoffs for him. Let's take a look at the running backs. Florida State's Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette from LSU. Job well done, gentlemen. And, of course, you got to throw in the Heisman Trophy. That's right, Derrick Henry as well. So there's your three All-American running backs. First team, Leonard Fournette, Derrick Henry, and, of course, Dalvin Cook. Wide receivers from Baylor, Corey Coleman. That's right, 5'11 junior out of Richardson, Texas. Um, a baller for Baylor. And also the other Texas school, ladies and gentlemen, the other wide receiver, Josh Doxson. And I have saw him play for TCU in, in uh, person. This dude is no joke. And he uh, may be a first-round snatch-up from somebody because he's 6'4". He's just under 200 pounds. Um, senior, he's ready to do it at the next level. Keep your eye on him. Josh Dotson. All right, the offensive line. Let's go with Spencer Drango out of Baylor. Offensive lineman Joshua Garnett out of Stanford. 
And here is our first member from the Big Ten Conference. That's right, out of the University of Indiana, Jason Spriggs makes it first-team All-American offensive lineman. He's also joined by Ronnie Stanley out of Notre Dame and a center, Ryan Kelly, out of Alabama. So, all right, folks, we're going to move it on over here to the defense. And what we got here is Miles Garrett, Texas A&M defensive lineman. He's joined on the first team all-defensive All-American team, Shaq Lawson out of Clemson, six foot three, two hundred seventy pounds stud. By the way, Carl Nasib, uh, right, our second member from the Big Ten Conference. Carl out of Penn State University. All right, they're also joined on the D-line by Ashan Robinson out of Alabama. As we move to the backfield, the linebackers, Taylor Maktakovich out of Temple. Good to see a Temple player out there balling, and he is an All-American linebacker. Reggie Raglan out of Alabama. Again, a lot of Bama people, a lot of Bama. And our next member from the Big Ten, Joe Schobert. That's right, the big man out of Wisconsin, 6'2", 240-pound linebacker out of Waukesha is now an All-American. Jeremy Cash out of Duke as we head towards the defensive backfield. Out of Duke, uh, Jeremy Cash, as I said, he's a very good player, 6'2", 210 pounds out of Miami, Florida. Vernon Hargreaves the third out of Florida from Tampa, 5'11", 200 pounds. He's the, the next All-American defensive back to be from the University of Florida. The next member from the Big Ten is, of course, we talked about him earlier, Desmond King from the University of Iowa, and Sean Laurie out of Northern Illinois. Well done. And he's a Florida boy, too. He is from West Palm Beach, 5'8", 178 pounds. Shawan Laurie out of Northern Illinois rounds out the All-American backfield. Let's move over to the specialist before we move into our break. We got Kayamia Fairbjorn from UCLA, and I know I chopped that name up. He is from uh, Kalua, Hawaii. He is a uh, kicker, 6 feet, 190 pounds, senior. He is um, a very good kicker from what the notes say here. Uh, the punter, All-American punter, Tom Hackett from the University of Utah, the Utes. That's right, got him a little rugby guy here. He is from Melbourne, Australia. The kick returner, um, the guy who won the award for All-American there is Christian McCaffrey out of Stanford. Very interesting. So I'll be quite honest with you. I didn't know he was running back kicks like that, but hats off to him. And punt return or punt returner, we have William Likely from the University of Maryland. He is from Bell Glade, Florida. And hats off to him. So, ladies and gentlemen, there it is. Your 2015 All-American football team. That's right. Gotta love it, gotta love it, gotta love it. And just so you know, um, a couple other Big Ten players, ladies and gentlemen, that were that made the All-American second team, running back Ezekiel Elliott out of Ohio State, offensive lineman Jack Conklin out of Michigan State, offensive lineman Taylor Decker out of Ohio State, Center Jack Allen from Michigan State on the defensive side of the ball. We have Shilku Calhoun from Michigan State and Jordan Lewis, a defensive back out of Michigan. So there you go, people. There you go. All right. We're going to 
take a look at the chat room here. Got to say what's up, Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Microwave, John Fisher. Glad he's out there joining us. Big Jeff is now in the house. Brother-in-law, what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. And Jungle Brother says, Gov, I beg to differ. The three worst teams in the Big Ten can't beat the three worst teams in the ACC. Oh, my goodness. Georgia Tech can stop a mud hole in Purdue. Well, probably. Rutgers and Maryland and the best team in the ACC, Clemson, would have would be heavily favored over Sparty. Well, we're going to see, Jungle. You may be right. You may be right. Again, um, you know, Northwestern came back, had a very good year, finished at 10-2 and two when everybody had written them off after a couple of their losses. You know, yeah, those, those teams, bottom teams there, Rutgers, Purdue. But, I mean, come on, man. Big Ten's hanging, and that's why we're doing this show. We are the Big Ten. We ain't going nowhere. We're getting better, and we're hanging with SEC, and we're definitely hanging with the ACC jungle. Here's what we say about your ACC football, and especially Georgia Tech. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Man, that's right. That's right. That's what I got to say to that. And here's what we say about your North Carolina basketball team jungle. lifeless all right people anyway this is the gov vince wright check me out every tuesday night spreaker.com we're gonna have the sports done right website going soon glad we got a little laugh out of jungle and again y'all can call up 651-968-0124 again 651-968-0124 Mom's going to bed, it looks like. Oh, TV time, of course. Mom's probably got to check out her Bravo shows. But love you, Mom. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. All right, folks, we will be right back here. We're going to take a little musical break. I am the Gov, Vince Wright. You are listening to Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. Spreaker.com.
feel you watching in the night, in the night. Y'all alone with me, hey, waiting for some light. Oh, when I feel cold, you warm me. When the fear can't go on, you come and Say so, that's all. But when you feel cold, I warm you. When you feel can't go on, I come home to you. Golden you. job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Yes, let's get back to the show. Let's do this, y'all. Everybody, what's going on? I am Vince Wright. I am the governor of Sports Talk, and you are listening to Sports Done Right. And for all those hockey fans who are not in my chat room who keep uh, emailing me and hitting me on Twitter, our Minnesota Wild have definitely made a mockery of this game. They are killing the Vancouver Canucks 6-1 to with two minutes left in the second period. Oh, man, this ain't nothing. So... Big baller award to the Minnesota Wild tonight. Absolutely. Doing their thing. Doing their thing. And, of course, being a true Blackhawks fan, I got to give it up to my main man, uh, 
the main man there, the Caner. You got to love, uh, you know, Johnny Tays, Patrick Kane down there doing their thing. But Kane has the 25-game point streak going. He has got at least one point in 25 games. Um, club record, and it is uh, still a streak that is in flux. So congratulations to Patrick Kane of my Chicago Blackhawks. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right, let's go and check this chat room before we get into a little NFL talk. And, of course, oh, also got to say what up to Gary Joyner, my main man. Big G money, Gary Joyner in the house. Gov, I don't know what is worse. This is from Jungle Brother, of course. Seeing Jersey on Periscope wearing a size too small Perzingis jersey or your groundhogs getting blown out by the Chippewas. Yeah, he's a funny one. He's a funny one, folks. Jungle Brother. Jungle Brother. Anyway, if you want to troll like Jungle, you can do it live on the phone at 651-968-0124. That's the Sports Done Right Hotline. Let's see who else is out here in the chat room. Again, uh, I'd like to say what up to Jeff Pohl. Mom tapped out. She had to go watch her TV shows. Uh, who else we got out here? Uh, Jungle, of course. Nagov still on the Coronas. Can't stay awake. Control Fisher if I hit that fireball. Yeah, I said he was hitting that fireballs. He's, he's definitely been on a roll tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, who else? Uh, football, right, Joiner? That's what Jungle Brothers says as well. Um, Sluggo. Oh, Tank. Big Tank Murdoch out here. What up, Big Tank? We got to say what up to him as well. Absolutely. Tank Murdoch. What is going on, my friend? Glad you are joining us on Sports Done Right once again. So, folks, let's talk a little NFL action here. Lots of stuff going on in the NFL. Um, you know, the plight of the Afro-American black quarterback is something that I wanted to get into. It's a topic that, you know, we've been talking about a lot here on these different shows here on uh on the Spreaker channel over at the Real Cast family of uh, shows. And, you know, it's just some things I've been hearing in the media once again regarding black quarterbacks and just how they're portrayed on ESPN, how they're talked about, how they're almost just literally, whoa, dismissed here. And there we go again. Oh, that was unexpected. The crowd liked that point of view. I love it. I love it. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, I wanted to say what's up first to Cam Newton. Um, we all know what Cam's out there doing. He is putting together, obviously, an MVP season. No doubt about it. Nobody even close. Even though if you listen to people out there, they they troll. You know, somebody I heard today on one of these shows talking about Andy Dalton down at Cincinnati and, you know, how he should be really right there with, with him as well. And it's just, come on, man. The Panthers are undefeated. They're looking at putting together an undefeated season, at least an undefeated regular season. Their quarterback's doing everything under the sun. He's a great guy. He's a good guy off the field. He does a lot of charity work. Uh, the commercials, he's, he's reaping all the benefits of being a good guy. And by the way, he just got his degree in sociology from the University of Auburn as well. That's right. Give it up for Cam Newton, ladies and gentlemen. Cam Newton. 
you know, and then with um, Russell Wilson doing his thing, um, you know, a lot of up and coming black quarterbacks. You know, you you turn on ESPN and it just amazes me every once in a while. And you listen to Jaworski and the the hate that he had, uh, you know, especially dealing with RG three and that whole situation down there in Washington. And you know, I hope he gets a, another shot somewhere. Still amazes me that Vince Young, after doing really well in Green Bay a few years ago, uh, in its list, you know, was cut. And he hasn't been able to get another look since. And Vince Young hasn't done anything but, you know, be a good person, you know, out out there as well. So, you know, it's just interesting, man, that these people, you know, they they only get one look or they're cast aside real quick. And, you know, this is why people, you know, like myself and other uh, points of view out there talk about this issue because if we don't nobody else does nobody else will you're not going to hear it on espn you're not going to hear it on fox sports or with colin cowherd or any of this stuff you know we all got opinions out there and you know my opinion ain't right all the time but it's my opinion and my thing is is that you know whether it's black quarterback black head coach um, you know, a black head coaching opportunities and in, in, in college uh, hoops, football, NFL head coaching positions, how they actually had to put together this Rooney rule just to give black um, coaches fake interviews more than likely in a lot of cases. But, you know, we're making headway. It's taken a little longer than it should. But, you know, we are getting there. But, again, these are just topics that I want other people to think about out there and realize that there's other points of view. And, to, you know, do the research yourself. You know, don't listen to what they're telling you on the four-letter network and what they're telling you on Fox Sports and this and that. You know, make your own opinion. Yeah, watch those shows. Get information from them shows. But, you know, really think about this stuff. And also, you know, um, that ninja on his show earlier had a very good point, you know, let your eyes do the do the talking for you. I mean, let your eyes bring it in. What you watch will be a whole lot different in a lot of cases than what you actually hear from pundits after the game is over. So, you know, make sure that you're watching these black quarterbacks. Hey, and not all of them are successful by any means, okay? We're, we're not saying that. But when, when we got black quarterbacks out there playing good ball and better yet, just being good people, they need to to be uh, recognized for that. And, you know, my baller award definitely does go to Cam Newton this week because of that very issue, ladies and gentlemen. So um, hats off to them. Best of luck unless they uh, play the Minnesota Vikings. And speaking of that, Teddy Bridgewater, we're going to transfer over to my team. Teddy Bridgewater has a career day, unfortunately, in a losing effort to Carolina Vikings tried to come back, but they lost 23-20 to to the Carolina Panthers. Or Carolina, excuse me, the Arizona Cardinals. Whew, man, Patron catching up with the Gov. I'm over here sounding like John Fisher all of a sudden. But anyway, Teddy Bridgewater, ladies and gentlemen. Um, bang up game, 25 of 36 for 335 yards and a touchdown. That's right, Teddy Two Gloves, baby, Two Gloves. Finally coming through. Adrian Peterson, he had 69 yards rushing. He actually had a pretty good first half. Uh, they really locked and loaded and shut him down on the second half. But, man, let me tell you something. Teddy Bridgewater, 
doing all right. And, you know, folks, I've been doing a lot of thinking. I've heard a lot of opinions expressed on Teddy Bridgewater, um, Spreaker.com, the RealCast channel earlier today. I've heard it from other shows, national shows, other radio shows, and local shows here in the Twin Cities. And I think Teddy Bridgewater just kind of is who he is. He may not be that guy that... That's going to give you that 60-yard uh, deep threat pass all the time, and that's fine because right now we're, you know, we're 8-4. and four. You know, We do need some more wins, and I think that you know, if Teddy keeps progress- progressing, I do actually think the deep pass will come from him. So, um, you know, great job by Teddy. Uh, Carson Palmer, on the other hand, for the opposing Cardinals, 310 yards, two touchdowns. Um, the Minnesota boys did a bang-up job. Uh, Michael Floyd, five receptions, 102 yards, one touchdown, and the touchdown was led by a tremendous block by the other Minneapolis native. That's right, Larry Fitzgerald. Man, you can go on YouTube, do what you got to do, but that block that he laid out for Michael Floyd on that touchdown run of Floyd's, boy, whoo, man. That defensive back for our squad got laid out. And worse yet, he got... You got knocked the fuck out, man! Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes. Woo, boy, what can you say? Anyway, um, Vikings, good game. But again, come up a little short in the desert. And we got to transition here because now all of a sudden, with Green Bay back in first place, we got to get going here in the Twin Cities. We have the Chicago Bears coming in. That's right. One of our other nemesis coming in here, Jay Cutler and crew Sunday. Um, You know, uh, or excuse me. Actually, what am I thinking here? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Excuse me. I lost my little train of thought there because this game actually got flexed. So this is going to be the Sunday night game now next weekend so everybody's going to be able to see the vikings as they go back on the national scene jay cutler i look i you know jay is up he's down he is what he is in chi town i've uh, been a proponent for jay to get out of chicago the past couple years i think he needs a new look somewhere whether that's san diego if they get rivers out of there who knows what it can be but um jay cutler and crew comes in here i think the vikings are going to be prepared. I think they will uh, do a good job stopping the, the Bears. The Bears always play us tight. Now, you know, don't get it twisted here. But let me tell you, you know, Matt Forte, good running back. Love what he has to offer. He has 182 attempts so far this season. He's at 721 yards. He has four touchdowns. So, um, you know, Matt always comes to battle. Um, long as he's healthy, Matt Forte is obviously a threat. You got Alshon Jeffrey out there, 700, almost 800 yards receiving, three touchdowns. Um, Martellus Bennett has three touchdowns. You know, Matt Forte coming out the backfield. You know, lots of players here. And actually, uh, Zach Miller as well. Zach Miller has five touchdowns for the Bears. So lots of very interesting things. And once, you know, if, the, if Chicago, once their offense does click and they seem to, you know, hit their stride, they can play very decent football. It's just so inconsistent with this team. And, you know, being from that city, having a lot of family and friends that are down there, 
you know, I, I think everybody's just ready for a change. So I think it's time for um, the big guy, Jay Cutler, to uh, say Bon Voyage to Chi-Town and to um, get on out and, you know, just get on out. I don't know where he may land, but it's time for him to go. So I do look for our Vikings to do a bang-up job here in this game. I think they'll do a very good job on offensively. Look for Adrian Peterson to find this stride here again. So, again, the Vikings, I'm looking for the Vikings victory. Let's call it maybe 28 to 20, somewhere up in there. So, again, Minnesota doing the do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are at hour 34 minutes, 25 minutes till cooking with the microwave. That's right, John Fisher. We are Sports Done Right. Vince Wright, the sports governor, talking football, NFL style. We are going to come back. We're going to take one little break here as we're heading into the home stretch, the last 25 minutes of the show, which will be the last 20 minutes after this song is over by Prince. And the New Power Generation uh, 7, one of my uh, favorite songs from the, as I call it, the later Prince years when he was still putting hits out there. But anyway, folks, keep it tuned here. Sports Done Right. Follow me on Twitter. I am the Sports Governor Vince Wright. Follow me at the Big Smooth One, the number one. Check us out on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. Sports Done Right, my last name, W-R-I-G-H-T. We got... Lots of folks in the chat. We're going to hit that chat room when we come back from break. We're going to finish up with football, and we are going to turn it over to John Fisher. His show is coming up next on the RealCast channel, Cooking with the Microwave.
When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get back. Indeed, Sports Done Right. We are in the last 15 minutes setting you up, teeing it up right for our main man, John Fisher. He's coming up next on the dial, and he's got a little show they call Cooking with the Microwave. Me, I am your sports governor. I'm Vince Wright. I'm chilling up here in Minnesota. They call me the sports governor. I talk everything Big Ten, Minnesota sports, everything up in this north-central part of the region. And by the way, folks, we also get on the national level as well. We talk about all them things from SEC football. We hit you out west. We got our main man, Big Game James, out there in Phoenix. We all over this country. We all over the world, actually, because this show has actually been heard over in Mexico as well as South Africa, according to the demographic information. So I want to say what up to all my people over there in the motherland. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right. Anyway, let's jump in this chat room, man. I got to get out here. I got to give some chat, some love before we get out of here tonight. Gary Joyner, Grego joined us as well. The Patriot apologist himself. My main man, Grego. Glad he joined us. John Fish, the big man, Gary Joyner. Jungle Brother up there talking nonsense about him and Apollonia back in the day. But as I said, don't worry. When you went off to that war, the Vin man took very, very good care of her. And that's right. Who knows? She could have been the original first lady, but things happen. So anyway, Gary Joyner says this sports talk guy said that Chip Kelly is the best coach in the NFC East and the Eagles are the most talented team in the division. Really? I don't think so, man. I really don't think so. I ain't buying that nonsense at all. Are you? I'm not. Anyway, let's take a look here. Glad uh, Ninja liked the Gap Band. We had Gap Band Prince, a little mix-up there. Our last little musical break as uh, we get ready to turn it over to Cooking with the Microwave. Gary Joyner says, Mark Zeno, this bum on Atlanta 92.9, said that bullshit, by the way, his job should have went to the stews, absolutely. Instead, I have to puke and listen to this bum of a talk show host, Lord Why. Yeah, man, I know. I was I actually I tried to catch up and send a I sent a tweet or two over to my man uh, Rick Camlo over there at ninety two nine the game. Um, in case you didn't know, I went to college with Rick Camlo. We're fraternity brothers, Sigma Nu uh, fraternity, and actually uh, we were roommates our junior year in college. Uh, Rick's very good dude, good friend, um, very cool. He actually started the very first fantasy football and basketball leagues on campus. And uh, he got started with Paul Charchian, who runs uh, the fantasy football mega sites of today. So big ups to Rick Kamla. But I hear you, man. Nothing worse than a not good sports radio. One of the reasons I got on the mic here in Minneapolis for the exact same reason, because I was not a fan of the radio that we get up here as well. So 
All right, let's touch on some NFL news and notes. There's a couple things I want to get to here. I got 13 minutes to do it. So let's just go through this. We're going to kind of jet through these uh, notes here. Uh, LeGarrette Blount out for the year with a hip injury that he suffered in the Texans game. Big blow to New England there. That is not good. Um, very sorry, too. He's a good player. We don't like to see good players go out, especially this time of year. Patriots obviously gearing up for another playoff run, possible another Super Bowl uh, run, and sad that he will not be a part of it at this point. Monte Ball signed with the Denver Bronco practice squad here, so that could be interesting. See if he can try and make his way back. Uh, he is a uh, former second-round pick, if I remember correctly, of the Broncos. Uh, Patriots also lose defensive tackle Dominique Easley. He was placed on injured reserve as well, so he's done. 33-year-old Todd Hermans was released by the Indianapolis Colts. He played in eight games for them this year. And bingo quarterback Andy Dalton um, is kind of day-to-day now with this broken thumb. They're going to put it in the cast. They're going to see how it reacts. Um, the good news was is that even though it is fractured, it does not need surgery. So they caught a break there, and they're going to see if A.J. McCarron can hold it down. And, folks, uh, Andy Dalton, who we thought was gone for the year, may be able to come back in the playoffs. It's going to be tough, though, so we're going to have to take a look and see what happens there. Now, one of the other things that I wanted to get to very quickly here is there are some very interested or interesting free agents out there. And again, you're listening to Vince Wright, the sports governor, sports done right. Still time to uh, get on the mic very, very quickly if you do want to call. But again, that number is 651-968-0124, uh, lock it in anytime I'm doing a live show. And again, I'm like I keep saying, I'm going to do a Friday show here, which hopefully will start this Friday. But anytime I'm live, hit that number up. We can put you on the air. But top 20, 2016 unrestricted free agents. Number one, Von Miller is a free agent. He has been one of the best overall defensive players. This, according to NFL.com, is where this info comes from. He's a strong stopping the run, obviously, and coming off the edge. No way the Broncos will let him hit the market, it says. Josh Norman, Carolina Panther quarterback, number two. There's nothing like having your breakout season in a contract year, absolutely. Uh, Muhammad Wilkerson, New York Jets defensive end, is number three on this list. And if I can uh, get the page turned here. Again, you're listening to Sports Done Right. Number four, Chicago Bear wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. What do you think about that? He's fourth in the league in receiving uh, yards per game. He's topped 400 yards in 2013. So um, who else we got out here? Number five, Cordy Glenn, Buffalo Bills offensive tackle. Oh, guess what? All you Giants fans out there, that's right. Jason Pierre-Paul. He's still disruptive despite playing with a club over his injured head, it says here. There has to be a chance JPP will only get better as he learns how to play with that thing on there. But the ceiling here is tremendous. Still, he has struggled to wrap up opposing running backs. Can he finish plays? Number seven is Eric Berry, Kansas City Chiefs safety. Malik Johnson, Broncos defensive tackle. Doug Martin, Buccaneers running back. He won't make the same money, it says here, as guys listed above. And below him here, by the way, 
um, because of the position he plays, but no one has helped their value or has helped their value more this season. Martin has gone from an afterthought to the number two rusher in the NFL. How about that? Bruce Irwin, Seattle Seahawks linebackers, number 10. Russell Okung, O-K-U-N-G, Seattle's uh, Seahawks tackle. Eric Weddle, San Diego Chargers safety, number 12. Sam Bradford, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback. This season has not helped Bradford's value, it says, yet there would be no shortage of teams willing to give Bradford a try if the Eagles don't want to re-sign. And speaking of that, that number 14 right after him could be trouble. Kurt Cousins, Washington Redskins. Replacement level starting quarterbacks are worth plenty, and that appears to be Cousins' floor. At worst, he's a poor man's Andy Dalton with room to improve over time. He has more value to the Redskins than anyone else, it says here. And just, again, amazing uh, the situation there. We'll see what happens with RG3. Number 15, Matt Forte, the Bears running back, is also a free agent, folks. One of the league's most complete backs has not shown many signs of age yet. Perhaps he should be paired with another quality option. But there's no doubt he can upgrade many backfields. Absolutely. And I won't bore you with the rest of the other names, but there is one name out there that we'll end it on here. Brock Osweiler is a free agent. And as it says here, it's hard to imagine John Elway letting his promising young starter hit the market, although this will be a tricky contract to pull off. So there you go. Um, Brock Osweiler, who, by the way, will get to start this Sunday here for the Broncos as they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, yeah, I, I agree. I don't see them letting Osweiler even get close to hitting the market at this point. I mean, you bench Peyton Manning, even though he uh, supposedly is practicing now. So, again, but it's Osweiler's team at this point, especially, obviously, if they keep winning. So, all right, folks, this is the Governor Vince Wright. We are live and direct from the mansion, situation room. Glad that you guys have uh, joined us tonight. What else can I say, folks? Sports done right is just about done. Again, we're going to be hitting up uh, lots of improvements here, and we are going to look into, or actually we have started looking into, getting the Sports Done Right website. Again, uh, Key C, with, uh, kicking it with the Key C show there on Spreaker. Uh, Again, a friend of uh, all of ours here through the Doug Stewart weekend and Doug Stewart show. Um, very good, th- you know, I had a very good idea. And I've heard this before, you know, as we, we say, you know, join us at Spreaker.com. But you really want to get a website going. That's where you want your traffic to go, to your website. From there, you can give them all the platforms that your show is on and people can find it there and whatnot. But, yeah, it is time to grow this show, get that thing going and ladies and gentlemen let's do this last couple minutes let me get out in this chat room one last time thank everybody for for joining us grego john fisher my mom ma bell gary joiner sluggo uh jungle brother jersey Vern. um first lady is actually home but she is uh, choosing to pull a uh, ma bell here And I think she's probably got some Bravo shows on tonight that she's checking out because she went straight up to the uh, TV there. So, Uh, but she does give her best to everybody, the first lady, Angie Wright. So, 
All right, folks. But again, everybody, thank you so much. Uh, Jungle Brother says, uh, let's see, Stephen A, don't rep the the Q's in a favorable way. Uh, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a Q, a black fraternity. My account is real cool and wants me to join, but I'm not a frat guy type. Uh, Gary Joyner says, John Michaels, not like him. CBS Radio is horrible. I agree. Real disappointed with CBS Sports Radio. Um, you know, I used to be a big Jim Rome guy back in the day. And, you know, when CBS Sports Radio was here, um, you know, Gary, let me tell you, I was very disappointed in the programming. And I don't know, I guess Jim Rome maybe just got old for me. I don't know. I, I listened to him for, for years and, you know, podcast is his other shows. I do watch his show on uh, Showtime TV. Um, but, you know, the radio show just got old for me. And once again, you know, another one bites the dust. CBS radio is gone out of the Minneapolis market, replaced with old school R&B. So um, there you go there. Grego says, J.B. Harrison said Norman would have his work cut out for him with Julio if he had a better quarterback. And Norman said Harrison was horrible at his job and used steroids. Harrison said he could care less and invites him to a ring to box. And when he knocks him out, he will help him up and give him some cold iced tea. So there you go. All right. Norman is a loudmouth wannabe, says Sluggo. Oh, thank you, Tank Murdoch says, great show. I appreciate that, Tank. Again, Vince Wright, Governor, we are wrapping up Sports Done Right here. Let's take um, one last little look here at the uh, scores. We'll start off in the NBA as of right now. We do have a final. Cleveland, 89-77 over the Celtics. Denver is up 109-93 on my T-Wolves with a couple minutes left in that one. So it looks like another loss for my T-Wolves, unless they can get something going here very, very quickly. Houston, early lead on Sacramento in the first quarter, 17-13. And at um, 10.30 Eastern time, Milwaukee will tip off with the Los Angeles Lakers. So, all right, folks. Again, sports done right. Appreciate the love. We're going to try and get this Friday night show off this week. So if you guys ain't doing nothing on Friday, keep an eye on the uh, chat rooms, on the the Sports Done Right Facebook page. We'll send that alert out. We'll let you know when we go live. And, again, you'll be free to give us a call. And we'll, what can I say, man? Love it. Appreciate uh, the Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern, giving us a call earlier in the show tonight. I am Vince Wright. I am going to wrap this up. We're going to turn it over to John Fisher here. I am cooking with the microwave tonight. I hope you are two people. Anyway, keep it tuned to Sports Done Right with the sports governor, me, Vince Wright, the first lady, the kids. Everybody wants to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas. We will come to you before Christmas, obviously, but it is that time of the year. Jesus is the reason for the season. What can we say? And um, wish uh, baby Jesus happy birthday. All right. So, all right, John Fisher, my man, it is coming over to you in a few minutes. Keep it tuned here on Real Cast Radio. Also, keep an eye out for Jersey Vern and his show, the Chief Rocker Show. Keep an eye out for Jungle Brother and that ninja when they do the Black Quarterback Show. Um, also, Thorny Switch, all kinds of people out there doing shows nowadays. Lots of good things happening, Spreaker.com, but soon to be the sports dot or sports done website. So all right, people, 
I am out of here. I'm going to chill with some Patron, maybe get a little late night margarita going here. And I am turning it over to cooking with the microwave. Thank you for listening. And we will see you soon. And we will talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, the Gov is out. Thanks for listening to Sports Done Right. Tune in and turn up every Tuesday night, 730 Central on Spreaker.com. Search Sports Done Right. That's W-R-I-G-H-T Right. Hosted by Vince Wright, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk. It's about time you got your sports done right.